T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. They wasted two damn years of our lives. Remember the stuff they said when they brought this idiot in here? He's forgotten more about baseball than you'll ever know. He's the best to ever do it. He's going to hold them to a high standard. The guy's won World Series. It was all crap. It was pointless. It set this team back, and I'm still mad about it. I'm not over it. Yesterday on the show, I was doing what I thought was a fairly positive segment about Yeah, that's our music for when we do positive segments about the White Sox. I'm not sure that this will, it'll be appropriate for this segment, but we'll find out. Maybe we end up getting there in a different way than usual. Huh? Listen, Tony, what we were doing yesterday, I was... The more that I see, hear about, or hear from Pedro Grifol, the more excited I am for his tenure as White Sox manager. Now, let me be very clear about something. Just because the manager has the right ideas on how to manage a team doesn't mean the team is going to respond. And that was some of the feedback I was getting from people via the text line and folks on Twitch yesterday as I was talking about this. Well, you know, there's still a bunch of blah, 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 blahs. How can you be excited about it? Look, when the White Sox fired Ricky Renteria, I completely got it. Like, I completely understood where they were coming from, and I understood why they felt the need to move on. Even though, if you listen to what Ricky said about the White Sox and what Pedro says about the White Sox. It's pretty much the same thing. But there's that two-year gap, but there's the two-year La Russa gap. I'm working through it, just so you know where I'm at on this. You heard what Dan said. Dan's still mad about it. I'm still working through a lot of my anger at the White Sox 
for a lot for myriad reasons, some reasons that don't have to do anything with you guys or like the team itself. It's it has to do with organizationally kind of how they act and how they've acted this offseason. I still have a lot of affection for the guys themselves for the most part, save one. I have a lot of affection for the guys on that team. I have a lot of belief wrapped up in Eloy and Tim Anderson and Lucas Giolito and Liam Hendricks and Lance Lynn, on and on and on and on and on. So I've been trying to work through anger at the organization for myriad reasons versus love for team and for players. When we were going through the sound of Pedro Grifol yesterday, I thought it was refreshing to hear him talk in a way that made sense from a baseball standpoint. Yes, we would like for our players to run hard. We understand if you hit a tapper back to the mound and you're clearly out, you don't have to go 100%, but there should be an excellent effort. There has been an emphasis on fundamentals, which We're going to attack every little margin, and the margins are kind of ingrained in the fundamentals. Yeah. These are all things that White Sox fans have been begging for from their team over the last two seasons, things that they felt like have been lost, that, that were slipping under Tony LaRusa, My argument has been the White Sox acted as if Tony LaRusa's resume was managing the team and not the guy. And not the guy at this point in his journey in baseball where he wanted to win. Like, I'm I'm not going to act like he didn't. But I'm not sure that he had the knowledge of the modern game, a knowledge of the rules of the modern game, and the energy to do the job the way that he used to do it. Or the understanding of roster construction that the White Sox set up. That's what I mean. Organizational By- depth. Like, who's valuable yes. on the 40-man plus? Yes, I think that that is spot on, Mike Rankin, that that's one of the problems here. And I understand Dan's anger too, but it's interesting because it's, I believe it is how we, how we deal with a lot of stuff as White Sox fans. There can't be good without bad. So in a segment that was really just us talking about, wow, Pedro Grifol seems like a a smart guy. That thing clicked in Dan's head of, I'm angry. I'm still angry. And it's hard for me to live in a space where I can give the White Sox credit for anything. Now, I'm not there, although I... I would say that my level of anger with the White Sox as an organization might be higher than Dan's, but I'm trying, I'm trying, Ringo. I'm trying to be the shepherd. I'm trying to, I'm trying to compartmentalize this. I'm trying to put it on a different shelf and say, can you be fair to Pedro Grifol? Can you be fair to the practices that he's trying to put into place to get the White Sox to the place where we all hope that they can go? 
My question to you is, can you do that? Are you are you more like Dan than you are like me on this? Where there's some stuff that's happened with the White Sox over the last two and a half years that you're not willing to let go easily. Like, I do think that the White Sox are on a bit of a prove-it deal with the South Side. That there are a lot of White Sox fans that are, if you're watching me on Twitch, you can see it, that are just sitting there like this with their arms folded, going, yeah, go ahead and, and start off the season 20 and 10. Let's see that before I figuratively or literally buy into what it is that you're selling. So I wanted to ask you, and some people are getting their thoughts in via the text line. I'll get to them in a minute. If you want to call in, you're more than welcome to do so. 312-644-6767. How has the last two years changed you as a White Sox fan? 312-644-6767. Now, I went to the 108. I, they're like town hall, their version of Sox Fest. And, and I hope that the White Sox understand that was a huge mistake by them. I know that they reportedly had a whole bunch of reasons on why there wasn't a Sox Fest. But I don't think that they have to be careful. Um, One of my issues with the White Sox as an organization is that I don't think that they do a good enough job of taking advantage of layups. If you knew that the Mike Clevenger thing was getting ready to come down, if you were afraid that people were going to backlash against what's happened over the last two years, I think you completely misunderstand fandom. Because all fans wanted to do was air their grievances to the people who can actually make change and then let it go. And then it's a party. Then it's a, let's get ready for the season. And the White Sox missed that opportunity to do that. That's what Sox Fest is supposed to be. It's, it's just an opportunity for White Sox fans, maybe the, the most boisterous group of people when it comes to their team. Yeah, Rick, you're going to have to take it. Sox fans are going to make you wear it. And it felt like they were ducking out on it. And it felt like the last two years was a real big screw you to the fan base. I still want to give the boys and Pedro an opportunity. Because I really, I like the hire. And every time I've heard him speak, every single time, I've been like, okay, that makes sense to me. One thing. I just have to say this about the Tony Larusa. Please. Tenure in Chicago is over the last two years. I'm thinking what could have been to the development of the players across the two year stretch? What kind of things could have gone differently if a different head coach or a manager and different coaching staff was a part of this entire organization? And how would they value minor league development 
understanding who's on the 40 man and who could help in the near future. Are we on the same page with the organization? Are we on the same page of the front office with day-to-day prep and then long-term vision? Clearly not. That I felt was completely missing. And the fact that there wasn't a lot of authority from the manager's office across the two-year stretch that showed in player performance, it had me thinking, like, what could have been if players were motivated to play all the time and get better and add to their skill sets and develop? I feel like they missed out on two years of development. And now we're seeing into 2023 with, you know, I guess a lot of Sox fans feeling the same way, and it's doubt. Mike, I'm with you, and I'm with Dan on that too, that you can't get those years back. So how do you go about trying to win and trying to replace their – let's call it what it is. What the White Sox have done over the last two and a half years has been a breach of trust with their fan base. And it calls into question everything – It calls into question whether the owner actually is trying to win. And I don't ordinarily like making that assertion, but I think it's fair to wonder, can the general manager actually do the job? Or was his biggest contribution the teardown part of it? And is he a championship GM? Does the organization care about the fan base? That's why SoxFest hurt so much. Because it felt like after all of this bleep that White Sox fans have had to shovel over the last two years, it was like, yeah, too bad, so sad, no SoxFest for you. Let me take some of your phone calls on this subject. 312-644-6767. Mariano, or is it Marino? I can't say. Mariano, you're on the score. Hey, Lawrence, how you doing? Uh, thanks for taking my call. So I just want to get in this White Sox conversation here. I think it goes a lot deeper than just the Tony Lewis. I think it goes back to the Rick Renteria days. On I, I love watching that team back in 2020, 2019, because they played hard. They played fundamental baseball. But then once Larusa came in, it's like the souls were sucked out of the team. And uh, hopefully, you know, Pedro Grafal gets the guys playing fundamental baseball again. And uh, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate you making the call. I mean, they fell up. Let's remember. Let's try and remember properly what happened at the end of 2020. The White Sox were the first team in baseball to clinch a spot in the playoffs. And then they slid all the way down to the seventh seed because they didn't play well. It's part of the reason that Ricky didn't get the next year to manage. It's part of the reason why upper management ownership felt like they needed to make a change, and then there was the way he managed in the playoffs that also played a role in that. What you said, I've heard echoed from other White Sox fans that it did feel like the soul was sucked out of the team, that something something was missing. And it's going to be hard for them to reclaim that, and, and I'm wondering if people are even going to give them a chance to. Hey, Jay, you're on the score. Hey, Lawrence, how are you? Great show. Um, I, as a long, like, long, forever White Sox fan, I was willing to go ahead and put up with the time that it took for them to rebuild, and I thought that they did a good job of it. And then all of a sudden, it was like, Ryan, it, it became really obvious 
his mindset as the owner of the team and what he was going to do with hiring who he wanted to and trying to correct some wrong from 30 years ago. And it completely changed. All right, Jay's underwater, but I, I think I know where you're going, where it felt like the owner, it's like the owner didn't like the vibe. And that's kind of scary to me too, where the White Sox were in this space. I, I think, I don't think since 2006 that everyone was on board the way that they were inside of that time of the rebuild. We were talking about it yesterday, how when Kopech got the call up, like what the walk-up ticket sales were like, because people wanted to go see Michael Kopech, and they felt like they were finally getting, they were finally getting what they deserved. They were getting paid back for their patience. I've had Rick on this radio station in, in, in happier times. And he admitted that he was shocked to see the attendance not dip during the rebuild because people were like, we get it, we understand what you're trying to do. Everything from the campaign itself that happened, where Change the Game became a rallying cry for fans of the Southside Nine, it felt like the owner was like, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. And you know what? Someone bring in the baseball police. And then the baseball police was here. And it just kind of felt yucky. And there were some people who were like, well, this is exactly what they need. What? A guy who hasn't managed in 10 years? Walking in, not knowing rules and stuff? And that's what I meant by like his resumes managing the team instead of him managing the team. But I, I, I want Pedro Grafol to succeed. I want the guys on the team to succeed. But that means that, you know, the GM succeeds and the owner succeeds. And I'm dealing, I'm dealing with that where it's like, uh, maybe you should have your faces rubbed in it the way that Cleveland did. But I, I, I'm still attached to the guys on this team. And I'm, I really would like to see them win. But it gets harder and harder to root for that laundry. Because that laundry ain't been loyal. And they owe, like, let's let's keep it a hundred. They owe us. And I know that, that they don't see it that way, and it's always hard when someone else owns something that you love. They owe us. They owe us a better all-around effort. They owe better transparency. They owe us better decision-making. But at least in this offseason, it kind of looks like they got the manager part right. And now hopefully they'll stay out of his way. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. 
Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 